Welcome to Life with Hula. Hi, my name is Hula, and yes, this is my podcast. I appreciate you tuning in. I am a former radio personality here in San Diego, did radio for 19 years, but now I do a podcast every day. I lost my job at the beginning of the year, but I still haven't lost the ability to talk or the ability to share information with people. And so I decided to do a podcast, and that's what Life with Hula is all about, sharing my life with you sharing things that I think are interesting and I hope are interesting with you as well. Now, if you're a new listener and you're listening on some sort of podcast platform, please do me a favor and hit subscribe. I would love the follow. I would love the subscribe. Um, And you can also rate me and let me know how I'm doing. And if you're a longtime listener, thank you for tuning in again to Life with Hula. Now, today's show is going to be jam-packed. At the end of the show, I have your moment of pure happiness. And it's a segment where I talk about something that, you know, kind of brings joy to your life. And this story is about a museum in San Diego that's changing their name and it's becoming more inclusive. And I think it's awesome. It's a great way to end the show. Um, Also, I have um, your weight loss update because I am on another 40-day intermittent fast. Um, I think I finished up day 10 yesterday. So it's kicking off day 11. I'll give you the update on that. Also, an update on something I posted on social media that got a lot of traction and a lot of people reached out to me, and I'll talk about that as well if you follow me on social media. And um, I, if you are a regular listener on Tuesdays, I tend to highlight YouTube. Tuesdays is the day that I highlight celebrities doing fun things on YouTube. But I started noticing that a lot more celebrities are taking a break. Maybe it's like a summer break thing. Um, so now I'm switching gears and on Tuesdays, I'm going to share some new reality TV news. Oh God. If you know me, if you listen to me on the radio, you know, I'm a humongous fan of reality TV. I love it so much. I'm going to be talking to you about the bachelorette, some changes there and big brother 22 with the all-star season, which kicks off on Wednesday. I'm so excited. I cannot believe it's going to be exciting. And, um, (laughs) so there's that. And uh, as always, I like to kick things off with things to keep you in the know. Your first story is from Governor Gavin Newsom. He says the state's beginning to see signs that renewed precautions are working. Governor Gavin Newsom said yesterday that California is beginning to see signs of a positive impact from renewed coronavirus closures. The number of positive cases in the state have declined to 21% and California's positivity rate which is frequently cited as more telling metric, um, cited as a more telling metric than overall case totals, is also falling. Um, according to Newsom, he says, "Well, it's still too high. We'll need to see another few weeks of this data to feel confident." But the governor did commend Californians for following stricter protocols and urge them to continue. I mean, what else are we going to do? We have to follow these protocols because it's the protocol, and we want everything to open up again. So uh, that's. How I feel about that. Um, Your next story to keep you in the know, 20,000 acre apple fires in Southern California is only 5% contained. Um, Yeah, it's kind of of sad. Fire investigators revealed the cause of more than uh, 26,400 acre wildfire that stretched from Cherry Valley into San Bernardino National Forest burning for days is due to a vehicle malfunction. Fire officials initially said the cause of the blaze was due to arson. 
Oh, that's sad. That sucks. Um, nearly 8,000 people remained evacuated yesterday due to the fire that was 5% contained. The Riverside County Fire Department said a diesel vehicle had burnt, um, had burning carbon coming from the exhaust system, and this account was backed by several witnesses. Fire officials were looking for potential witnesses who may have seen, seen who may have seen the fire start. At least one home has been destroyed by the Apple Fire, which spread rapidly during a weekend of extreme heat. Firefighters are facing another hot day um, this whole week, I guess. Uh, more hot days. We're looking at a difficult day for our firefighters, says um, forecaster Belen De Leon. We do have some gusts around the area, up to 14 miles per hour. Winds are going to increase and humidity is going to drop. Most of the fire is very steep, rugged terrain that's not easily accessible by firefighting vehicles, helicopters, and other aircrafts are continues to attack the flames. A total of 2,200, over 2,200 firefighters and other personnel were assigned to the fire, including 29 hand crews and firefighters on 260 engines. The firefight in the air during daylight hours involved nine helicopters and two airplanes, um, said the fire officials, who also said they expected the acreage figure to increase by the time the numbers are updated. Oh my gosh, it's so insane. So just a heads up on that. Um, this Apple fire is just burning and 5% contained as of right now. Um, as you know, fall semester, oh, your last story, obviously, to keep you in the know. Uh, your fall semester begins at home for thousands of students. I know my kids don't start until August 25th, but a lot of students start this week. Um, they'll be, they've been in front of their computer with getting ready for Zoom. It's the first day of the fall semester. 39,000 students in Sweetwater Union High School Districts actually went to school today, or yesterday. Um, according to, uh, to some of the schools, um, some, uh, Jonathan Brogan, who attended his first day of eighth grade at East Lake Middle School, he said, I miss talk, talking to my friends and all of that. According to, um, Another student by the name of Natalie Bloss, she said, it's something new. I eventually want to go back to school, but I guess for now, it's okay. Um, there was another student who said, not expected at all what I thought of junior year, a junior year a year ago. It was interesting being online and seeing some people I've never met before. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, nevertheless, the students are hopeful the virtual classrooms will suffice until they can return to the classroom. Um, the San Diego, or no, the Sweetwater Union High School District follows a year-round calendar. So school was supposed to begin mid-July. However, it was delayed as administrators and teachers worked out the logistics for distance learning. So there you go. That's kind of how things are going to be starting off for a lot of kids and students um, coming up for the fall semester. And those are your stories to keep you in the know. All right, it's time for a new segment. Um, it's reality TV with Hula. Dun, dun, dun. It's his favorite thing is reality TV. Um, that's not the jingle. I am just love that. Um, let's kick off things with Big Brother All-Stars. Um, it's happening. It's kicking off on August 5th, this Wednesday. Um, they just revealed the Big Brother All-Stars house, if you want to check it out. Um, if you're not a fan of Big Brother, if you don't know what Big Brother is, you're probably living under a rock. Big Brother is where they take, it's on CBS, they take contestants and they put them in a house and they basically vote people off. It's kind of like Survivor, but they're all in a house and they play wacky games and it's fun. And yeah, I love it. 
um, this year it's an all-star season because of the fact that the coronavirus and you know having to pick new players it would just be a whole situation for them so they decided to go with all-stars um people who've played the game before since they already know them know they're good on tv and it looks like they're raising the bar for season 22 though as returning house guests um will vie for living together in an all-star loft designed for the veteran vips in the first it's a first for the summer series the season premiere will air live and the all-star cast will be revealed during the two-hour move-in premiere um, event wednesday august 5th from 9 to 11 p.m um the all-star loft is amazing says allison groner and uh rich Meehan, executive producers of big brother it's not only an artistic nod to big brother's past but this house actually holds the key to some new twists that will keep these all-stars on their toes all season long this basically the show is all about twists Things are just not what they, the, the, the catchphrase is expect the unexpected. Building on an all-stars theme, the house gets an A-list makeover benefiting this season's group of returning Big Brother house guests. Um, they inspired it by a working art loft in downtown Los Angeles and features 16 foot tall warehouse windows and one of a kind installation pieces. In the living room, the house guests will get literal star treatment with a gigantic wall of 1,152 illuminated pegs, as well as a massive star field created from hand-painted rods which pepper the backlit wall. The living room also features vintage star shapes, tin signage, as well as sleek new model of an iconic Big Brother chess set. This year's kitchen pays homage to one of the biggest all-star moments of the past two decades with splatter paint street murals designed uh, all over the walls that illustrate players during unforgettable events such as Dan Giesling's funeral, Dr. Will Kirby acting as a puppet master and Rachel uh, Reilly's call the floaters to grab a life vest. This season, the lounge celebrates the show's infamous showmances, a term coined by Dr. Will during season two with LED lit stars, red velvet seating, and custom monogram throw pillows highlighting enduring couples from seasons past. In the bathroom, the fan favorite Big Brother rubber duck finally gets due with hundreds of ducks adorning the wall from showers to sinks. And for the first time, the house will feature four bedrooms instead of three. The first bedroom showcases the superhero side of Big Brother house guests with black issue uh, BB Comics illustrating the walls, including images of memorable house guests Swaggy C, Devin Shepard, and Frankie Grande. Custom printed duvet covers, spider uh, web-like framing, and 3D printed rocket ship make this room the perfect hero's headquarters of Villain's Lair. The side bedrooms can uh, celebrate a major symbol of the game, the Big Brother Key, with key-shaped columns capped by glass globes breaking up the padded leather walls and 41 frames house keys sprinkled throughout the room as a reminder that only one house guest will have his or he, her key pulled at the end of the season. The back bedroom centers around the one big feature uh, Big Brother could not exist without the camera. And also the photo memory room. The room is filled with the 127 black and white photos that highlight photo uh, pivotal moments spanning the show's 20-year history as well as 45-35 millimeter cameras, including one prominently displayed wall-sized lens that's not so subtle, reminding house guests all eyes are on them. And then um, if you're an all-star fan, you, the VIP treatment, um, if you win head of household, you move into the luxurious HOH suite, which features raked skylights revealing a twilight city skyline, a plush king-size bed, and a royal blue velvet sofa, the ideal spot for many, many late-night strategic sessions. 
And finally, the front of the house has undergone a high-tech redesign featuring millions of LED pixels, giving Big Brother major curb appeal. Throughout the season, the LED screen will display milestones in the game and provide viewers with an even closer look at the all-star players. So get ready. August 5th, I'm going to be there with my popcorn. I'm going to watch Big Brother 22. All right, your next reality TV story. The Bachelorette may be replacing Claire Crawley. Um, she was originally chosen as the Bachelorette uh, this coming up season, but it looks like it may be Tashia, I hope I said her name right, Adams replacing Claire as season 16 star. The Bachelorette rumors are swirling that Tashia Adams is replacing Claire, um, which is currently in production. Speculation that Tashia, who initially com- competed for Colton's uh, heart on Bachelor's 23 season, is replacing Claire. Um, with a post on reddit by someone claiming to be the owner of a bachelor spoiler account um, got some info on monday about claire season i didn't post this on my account because people go crazy if it turns out to be 100 percent true the po- the uh, poster wrote on reddit please note this unverified information on monday i got some message saying that production is having a lot of problems with claire during filming among other things she canceled everything that was supposed to happen on that saturday before and they called in a new bachelorette they're recasting her um, because they say uh, Tashia is already quarantining at the hotel, and that they sh- that she would be taking her phone on uh, her phone. Oh, they're taking her phone. The plan is to call some of the guys that have already been eliminated. What in the middle of a bachelorette? That's what they're doing. According to what they said, Claire wanted to quit. The Bachelorette only two weeks into filming because she had already fallen in love with one Bachelor. Producers were inviting backup contestants to return to the Palm Springs Resort um, at which the this season is being filmed. Um, according to the Reddit poster, uh, the Bachelorette information seems like a bit of a stretch. Um, I don't believe it. That magazine article came out and made more believable today. Reality Steve said that he heard some of the guys got called back to come back. All of that is pointing to what I was told so i figured i'd share so if you're a fan of the bachelorette it looks like claire is out and it looks like tashia adams is coming in and that should be the most dramatic season ever as chris harrison likes to say so those are your reality tv spoilers i love it man i love it i love it i love it all right so now a couple things I wanted to bring up about my life. Um, first and foremost, if you uh, follow me on TikTok and if you follow me on Instagram, you saw this post. If you don't, you should. Hula SD, H-U-L-A-S-D. Um, I posted a video. It has the song. It has this song. I'll play this song a little bit um, so if you can hear it. Um, that's not the song that I want to play. This is the song that I have. <laughs> And basically, as that song is playing, um, I post a video of me. It shows my face, and I go from smiling to not so smiling. And in the background, you see my daughter on the ground. And it says, on this app, you see me as a dad who loves to dance and laugh. Um, And I'm also a dad, but I'm also a dad to a special needs child. Most days are filled with tantrums and screaming, which most people never see. And you see Braylon on the ground. 
and although you can't hear it, my child has been melting down and screaming for the past hour. It's been a struggle to deal with, and at times my wife and I just want to give up. But I wanted to post this for others, special needs parents, to see. And then it flashes to me holding Braylon, and she's much happier now. And I'm smiling, and we're hugging, and I said, you are not alone. I gave her a little kiss, and then at the end I get this quote, which I really love. It says, um, it pops up right now. Tough times never last, but tough people do. Robert H. Schuller is the quote that I post on social media. And it's true. I mean, um, you know, for some strange reason, recently Braylon has, she's my six-year-old, if you don't know. She is uh, intellectually disabled. Um, She's not autistic. She basically is delayed developmentally. She does not really communicate. She is kind of nonverbal. I mean, she doesn't really say sentences. She says words. Um, sometimes she says no a lot. And for some reason right now, she's having tantrums every day, multiple times a day. And they last for hours. I don't mean like an hour, like hours. And it drives me and my wife insane. I mean, to the point where we're just like, I can't even do this anymore. Like if she's going to yell every day, like that's insane. I can't do it. I can't handle um, so it was just my breaking point and that was kind of something I wanted to share because not only was it healing for me because of the fact that I wanted to show other parents that they weren't alone, but a lot of times on social media, we want to put the, the fun, happy stuff and I get it. That's, you know, you want to make people laugh and smile, especially with TikTok. But I feel like social media also is a great platform to show people that we're just like each other. And for special needs parents, sometimes when your child is, tantruming and uncontrollable and you feel like oh my gosh why is this happening to me why me why now that I that video is there to show you like hey you're not alone there's other people just like you who are going through this I know it sucks because it's you with your child and you're not with those other people but sometimes when you have a child who is special and they're uncontrollable you feel like you're all alone sometimes like no one else can relate because everybody else's kids are fine and you're the one that has the kid that is developmentally delayed or you know has an issue but that's why I wanted to post that on social media Uh, I've done it before when she was tantruming um, and I got a reaction from people but I you know it's it's good to, to remind people that there are folks in this world, you know, there are special needs kids. And sometimes you don't see it and, you know, they look normal. They look, they don't really have any specific, you know, physical attributes that shows that they're disabled or, you know, have a disability, but you don't know mentally what they're going through. And, you know, there's a lot of times where people invite me out and my wife and out and we, we want to go places and we can't um, because our child is just, too much and we wouldn't want that on other people um so that i that's why i wanted to show it i wasn't here to get a pity party it's not not that at all it was merely to show you that um there are people in this world that are going through something and you know other uh, you know they're just like you if you have a special needs child you understand you 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 know what it's hard it's a struggle but we do it day by day right that's what i say day by day every day is different so if you are a parent 
who has a special needs child, feel free to reach out to me. I, w- I would love to chat with you. I'd love to see your experience, what you're doing, what you're up to. Um, we're here to support each other, right? So that's an update on that. Um, now let's talk about my weight loss journey. So um, I am kicking off day 11. I kick, I was, um, is it day 11? So I started last Saturday. So that's one Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So yes, yesterday was 10, today's 11. So um, as far as my weight is concerned as of yesterday, um, Monday, I weighed, I haven't weighed myself yet, but I weighed 233.8 pounds. I started off as 241.8. So I should always do this beforehand, but I always forget when I start my podcast. 241, I apologize about that. 241, did I say 0.8 or 240? I'm getting old in my old age. I can't even remember things. 241.4, 241.4. Let's remember that number together as I repeat myself. 241.4 minus 233.8. 7.6 pounds, ladies and gentlemen. As of 10 days, 7.6 pounds. Cool. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm going great. It's going good. Um, so I have 30 more days of this intermittent fast. I'm doing a 40-day intermittent fast. I don't eat um, between the hours of 6, 5, 6 p.m. to noon. At noon, I eat 6 ounces of veggies. Since I, or excuse me, 6 ounces of fruit, 6 ounces of protein, and 8 ounces of veggies. I take these transformation drops. If you want more information about it, feel free to reach out to me on social media and I'll send you the stuff that I'm doing. I'll be happy to help you out. So there's the update on my weight loss. All right, last but not least, um, your moment of pure happiness. This is a segment where I like to talk to you about, you know, uplifting story. looks like in San Diego, the San Diego Museum of Man announces an inclusive name change. The San Diego Museum of Man's sudden suddenly announced it's changing its name to a more inclusive option. They are calling themselves the Museum of Us. The Balboa Park-based Anthropology Museum made the abrupt abrupt announcement on Facebook and changed its profile picture according to its new avatar. The word man is crossed out with us replacing it. Uh, We're extremely excited to have a name that reflects our commitment to being a place that tells that truth tells and challenges, but does so from a place of love. CEO Misha, or is it Micah Parzin, said in a statement. Its announcement, the museum said, was time to we step up in a new identity that better reflects our values, um, equity, inclusion, and decolonization. And its website URL has also been changed to museumofus.org. Those who visit the site will be greeted with a message that uh, message stating the museum's reason for the name change. The idea to change the name to be more inclusive first came up in 1991. In 2017, the museum's board of trustees thought it was time to reconsider a name change. It was an effort that took more than two years to get the name finalized and announced. The museum's board of trustees adopted the new name on June 24th. The museum has been in operation for more than 40 years. So welcome to the Museum of Us. Congratulations. Um, And that's your moment of pure happiness. All right, friends. Thank you so much. That's your show for today. I really appreciate you tuning in. Crazy bachelorette story, right? 
Um, anyways, I um, if you want to find me on social media, if you want to see that video I posted and talked about with my daughter, you can search Hula SD H U L A S D on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok for now, and uh, Twitter. Did I say Twitter? Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, and TikTok. Um, you can find me Hula SD, um, and I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening to Life with Hula, the podcast. Um, and if you can hit subscribe on whatever podcast platform you're listening to, I would love that too. So thanks again for listening to Life with Hula, and I will see you tomorrow. Have yourself a great day. Bye.